when we're young, we think that the world has infinite possibilities for us. The world is wide open and we think we can be anything we want, especially in this modern capitalist society. And if you grew up in Western civilization, you think that. Now, if you grew up in another time or another place, you may not think that. It's possible that an 8-year-old or a 10-year-old or even a 12 or a 15-year-old or even a 6-year-old, 5-year-old, somewhere else, in another time and place, would not think that at all. And instead, they would think that they would do exactly the same job as their father. That would be clear to them. In the same way, it's kind of clear to a... Well, it's not... Yeah, I guess it's clear. It's clear to a Western civilized 8-year-old who's in like an affluent society, reasonably affluent society, by historical standards, not by relative standards for today, but by... And especially not by relative standards within Western civilization, affluent by global historical standards. If you, if you're growing up like that, you're gonna probably think with our culture, with our with the zeitgeist that's in the air, that's been in the air for a couple of hundred years. This um, post-industrial capitalist approach, rational approach. But also pro one that where prosperity just keeps increasing and increasing. So when you're a kid, yeah, in that worldview, you're you. You kind of think that anything is possible somewhere else in another time and place. You may think, yeah, whatever my dad's doing, that's exactly what I'll do. Of course, if you're a slave, then you think you're going to be a slave. Of course, tragically, so very different. So it's not universal. It's just I don't like a lot of people think things are universal, but then you kind of examine it and you realize that it's not that universal. It's just that they don't have the proper global or historical context. So that it, there's a there's a level leveling up of thinking that occurs. For me, it occurred in my 20s. Um, but some people, it never occurs. They, their entire lives, literally, it never occurs. Sometimes they don't even reach the level of even thinking countrywide or beyond just themselves. But, but like you, yeah, you see people thinking, okay, relatively in terms of today but not applying historical perspective to it and not applying global perspective to it um so that's always useful to do very useful it helps you think clearly so but we we live in this time so let's get back to this time acknowledging the global perspective acknowledging the historical perspective and context all i could all i could probably talk about is myself when i was young I thought I could do anything and be anything. And only now in my life, only now, after having done quite a bit, right? Having graduated, having gotten a couple of degrees, having had a corporate job, having invested reasonably well, finally feeling a little more comfortable in life, monet financially a little more secure, and I have deep financial insecurities from things that happened in my childhood. And I'll maybe talk about those later on. But, but, even, even, so what, where am I, what am I trying to say here? Let me, let me try to be clear. So, growing up, where, how I grew up, where I grew up, I had a, 
I just thought, yeah, I thought I could be anything and do anything. And only now, only in my current stage, am I finally realizing that I'm going to have to toss off some of these possibilities, most of them. That even though, even though I was on a particular path, right? Even though I was on that path, in my head, in my mind, and that's where everything is, in my mind, I had an illusion that I could possibly be on these other paths, not acknowledging that long ago, I when there was when there was a possibility to choose a different path when the other paths were still close by near the kind of nexus point, the last nexus point where a decision could have been made or maybe a little bit after I could have backtracked. But now I'm so far in that the other paths are so far out that it's hard. That I just, yeah, in the beginning it was easy. In the beginning I knew I could just turn around and walk back to that nexus and take a different path. But now, now it's too far. But only now am I realizing that. But I think there's something else to it. And I can't quite articulate it in words. But there's something that has to be done by me, by the person. It's, it's the acknowledging of it almost. It's the accepting of it completely and will just be being willing to sacrifice it in a courageous way being willing to throw throw off these other possibilities and to just focus on the path ahead of you so it's almost like i have to do something something courageous in fact i have to do something courageous and what do i have to do what it seems like I have to do is I have to acknowledge that that's it, that all these other paths are closed off and that I am closing them off and I'm ha happily doing it. I'm willing to sacrifice all of them, every single one, for something beautiful and something else, something that lies ahead of me if I really focus on this path. So that means I can never become certain things or do certain things anymore. That's it. Certain skills or certain professions are closed off to me completely. Other skills, I can become meh, middling at them, hobbyist at them, but I'll never be great at them or expert at them. Those are closed off. Some things I could still become great at. Um, but yeah, so it, you're, you have to, I have to acknowledge basically that that most of what I could have become, that most of what I could have become, I can never and no long I can I can no longer become that. I can never become that anymore. That that's done. Once you acknowledge that's a that's a very th tough thing to acknowledge, isn't it? What I could have, all the stuff, beautiful things I could have become when I was ten, all those possibilities, most of it, ninety nine point nine percent of it, is gone. I can never. I'll, that's it, forever gone, forever gone. Bye bye. And. Only what's left is just that tiny amount, the, what I am today. And uh, I have to be willing to part with that 99.9% .9 completely. Not just theoretically, not just in my left brain, but also in my right brain, in my heart. I have to be willing to part with that. Meaning, I have to allow my, my entire being to feel it. Not just uh, talking about it semantically. Because that's not, that's not enough. It's just not enough to just keep it in that zone. In a semantic way, you have to feel it beyond words. There's there's a there's an understanding beyond words. Words are just a, they're just a tool of the overall creature.
but they're not you, you wouldn't mistake you know your hammer for you right you or you you're using your hammer to do something same thing words are tools but the underlying is the overall creature which is using these words so uh, when you mistake the the tools for for kind of the aim and the goal and you just have this fascination and fetish with the tools that's that's not productive at that point so and it's just it's not going to lead to true understanding because that's not where understanding is had that's not where it lies not this not this kind of understanding that's only where a different type of understanding lies a kind of the more theoretical semantic symbolic type of understanding but not this type um that's one thing in Western civilization we don't do well with. We don't, we don't um, take enough time to teach our kids to use other parts of their brain or other parts of their their being. We kind of it's a very very industrialist approach. So, um, so that's pretty much it. You have to be willing to toss some stuff off. And my intuition tells me I don't know this for a fact because I'm just in the process of doing this myself you have to be willing to toss some stuff off so you can keep whatever you you actually are going to be able to keep the others you're not going to be able to keep no matter what you're just dreaming it's going to drop off it's done it's already dropped off it's time to really understand that it has and to just move on um and i think that yeah for some reason when i when i say that i'm reminded of I think it was either a Steve Jobs or a Johnny Ive quote where they said when they were talking, I guess, about the success of Apple and they said, well, why is it so successful? And I think the reason was, I, I'm pretty sure what they said was this, at least this is what I have in my mind. One of them, and I think it was Johnny Ive, said, focus, focus is the reason. He said, most people don't have focus. 99% of the people, most of the world doesn't have any focus but if you have true focus real focus as a person real and true focus or focus as an organization it's so powerful that it's almost not fair i remember those words he reading or hearing that and i was like wow that's interesting where he said it's almost not fair mm-hmm.